1: Good afternoon. Welcome to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Bradley and the Colleen will be back next week. Holly is here for all the fun, specifically asking the question, mountains or ocean? 651-641-1071. Which do you prefer? And Holly, why? I kind of have a feeling, but I want to know why you are asking this question today.
0: Because people have passionate opinions about this topic, Bradley. Mountains or ocean? It's very simple. Just thought about it riding my bike to work this morning. Oh, that I was bet like, that was
1: a sweaty drive.
0: It was very swassy, but yeah. that's okay. Love summer swass. swass season. Yeah, it is swass season. But, you know, we're going, people are going on vacations. People are, are leaving their homes, and it's the 4th of July weekend, by the way, this weekend.
1: I know it's crazy, it's, right? It's
0: totally crazy, but a very simple question mountains, ocean oceans mountains which one you do, do you prefer six five one six four one one zero seven one, and why
1: do you have a favorite
0: absolutely can i guess you're gonna guess right am i yeah
1: ocean okay good i just didn't know i thought maybe there was a chance you were a secret mountain person but i i too uh find myself to be an ocean person and i will be headed to the ocean next week uh, well, it's more like a, a Gulf.
0: That's fine. It's that a body of water yeah. with salt in it.
1: It's a big body of water that, like, I don't feel like I don't get grossed out touching the bottom of.
0: Oh yeah, with the like, slime and, 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 and things. They and just, the, and,
1: sometimes they smell. Yeah, a you get, bit. The,
0: get the algae get on itch. Itch. Somebody itch, somebody the inside. Somebody
1: was telling me like, oh, the lakes around here, the the itch, the swimmer's itch is getting really bad, and I was like, I don't want to ever be in anything that's going to give me an itch. <laughs>
0: I think a couple so, of lakes have actually had to uh, simmer it down a little bit. Yeah, locally. because they
1: got the, the, you know,
0: E. coli. Yeah, you got to watch out Ooh. when you're swimming around so, here. Yeah,
1: no, I, I would like a, a large filtering, self-filtering body of water like an ocean. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Why for you, the ocean versus the mountains?
0: I love the space of the ocean, Bradley. Mm. I love looking out into the horizon and not seeing anything. It's very comforting.
1: Do you? um, I like the smell. Do you ever get discomfited by uh, the lack of seeing anything?
0: No, it's actually really cool because intellectually you can be like, there is something out there. I just can't see it. Yeah, which is like a metaphor for life.
1: I will say the first time I was on a cruise ship and I was out at sea and there was no visible land anywhere to be found. It like it kind of threw me. I was like, oh, this is a weird optical experience that I'm not familiar with. And it was a little scary. Uh, but then it just becomes sort of meditative. And then you might see some like flying fish and just looking at the waves rippling over and over again. Yeah, man, oh, I love water. There is something just purely magical about large bodies of water. Right.
0: Right. Now, that being said, mountains are fine, too. But when you look off the edge of a mountain, sometimes you get the tingly legs.
1: Mm, you know, yes. and, th-
0: and then you are like, "Ooh, this is kind of frightening, like, kind of scary." Jump
1: off <laughs> yeah. that little voice inside your head. Why um, don't you
0: just take one step further? Or- six five <laughs> six five one six four one one zero seven one. We're not trying one. to get too
1: scary no. or weird, but um yeah, also driving on mountains can be a little disconcerting. No, oh. because you can get a little sick just going in circles.
0: Well, now getting seasick is something you know. I'm I'm a person who got seasick. Driving around the kitty train at the mall.
1: <laughs> I I am with you. I am definitely a seasick prone individual. That's why you just have to be on a really big huh, cruise ship.
0: Because I went on a on a boat once, captain by like a Captain Ron s guy in a tropical location. <laughs> that was just oh the chum was plentiful for the fish. Oh,
1: trust me, my trip back from uh, I got on a ferry once. No jokes. Uh, coming from Key West, going back to uh, where my mom lives. And it was just like, I thought the boat was big enough. And turns out it was real rocky. I think they were trying to make it home in a hurry. And I spent about three hours hurling off the back end of that boat. Life changing.
0: Hey, a part of the circle of life, man.
1: I mean, I did feed the fish (laughs) that day. Let's go to Candy. I feel like Candy's going to have a better conversation than we are right now about um, being seasick. Candy, mountains or ocean?
0: I am ocean.
1: Now, what do you love most about the ocean?
0: Oh my goodness. The, the different tides. And then when they go out and then they come back in, they bring up beautiful shells Mm -hmm. and walking along the beach. And oh, it's just Sanibel Island is the best.
1: I wholeheartedly agree. I, um, I'm very fortunate that I get to spend some time not too far away from there. And, there's just something about the water and the just the air. I'm with you, yes. Candy.
0: You can walk for miles and just love it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Candy. Thanks, Candy Andy. is team ocean for yeah. sure. Let's find out <laughs> Let's find out what what Janet has to say. All right, Janet, this very important question, the most important thing you're going to answer today. Oceans or mountains?
0: Well, I lived in Seattle for 32 years and there you get both.
1: Oh and sure, yeah. I,
0: yeah, that's a great place. Washington or the Oregon coast. You know, you have the big mountains and you can go hiking anytime and if you choose to go, you know, down by the water, then you can do that also.
1: Is there a place that you prefer? Like if you saw yourself having a little hideaway for the, you know, for uh, to to grow old in, where would it be? Up in the mountains somewhere or do you think down by the beach? I think I would be up in the mountains. Yeah. What do you love about the mountains? Because you can
0: just feel like you're the only person, you know, you get up there and you, you're hiking up. And, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you don't see anybody else. And it's so nice when you get way up. You know, you can look around and see things and see the little lakes down below. And it's just a very nice experience.
1: Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you, Janet. Thank you so much for oh, sharing that. Like, I am—I am a fan of mountains as well. I, as long as they're near the water, so that I can ultimately, you know, go to sleep by the.
0: Yeah, you know, and the nice thing is
1: waves of, lapping against the shore.
0: Plenty of parts of the world have the mountains and ocean experience, just like Janet was saying.
1: It's true. It's true.
0: I always feel like mountains isolated. I feel like that's where you know there's a lot of like. Ch-ch-ch-ch. <laughs> like scary things. I see what you're saying. Out in the middle of it can nowhere. Be a
1: little, a little. Um, what was the movie? Mm, Get Lost in the Mountains.
0: Deals Have Eyes? No. No, uh,
1: Car Accident. Uh, she's going to chop my legs off.
0: The Shining? No. no.
1: <laughs> the, with Kathy Bates?
0: Oh, Misery. Misery, misery. <laughs> yeah, there, there's something unsettling about being out in some place alone it's just like ooh.
1: but i also am fascinated the problem i have is at night like i would oh, yeah. love to be in the mountains but then at night i one time a couple of years ago i wanted to take a long weekend and maybe do some writing and i just wanted to be alone and you know so i was going to rent a house up north in the woods and i kept trying to find the thing most like distant like far far away from humanity And then it occurred to me I would actually have to go to sleep alone in a house in the woods. And I was like, I can't do that. No, not doing it. Then I went to Red Wing and it was fine. Um, All right. Holly, thank you so much for bringing us that question because it gave me a moment to sort of pretend that I was able to be off at the ocean or in the mountains. I needed that little mental break, especially after learning that Bill Cosby was let out of jail. Uh. In other news, oh, look at this. Kevin Fetterline is actually running towards Britney and a paycheck. And we'll tell you what that means when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. You're not listening to the first hour of the Colleen and Bradley show or yesterday's show or the day before that because we've been talking about the Britney Spears story for. Years. It's mm-hmm. true. And we're going to continue to do so right now in this segment of the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm the Bradley. That is the Holly. Colleen will be back next week. And Britney Spears, pew, 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 pew. Clearly, her ex, Kevin Federline, father of her children, is now running towards Britney as well. Other people are running towards Britney. We'll talk about why in just a moment. Uh, I think hoping perhaps to keep the checks flowing should uh, the conservatorship crumble and she start writing checks for a change. But he does seem like he's hedging a little bit and apparently hopes that there's going to be an evaluation. Um, Let's start with this story about Kevin Federline being like, hey, I love Britney. Britney's great.
0: Popo's out.
1: Popo's out. What is the Popo's out thing again?
0: Popo's out was Kevin Fetterline's single Back in the day when he was with Britney Spears and he was trying to launch his own music career. I digress.
1: That didn't happen.
0: That didn't happen.
1: So he is coming out now. There is a piece in Us Weekly um, which says that he, quote, supports Britney and wants her to be healthy and happy. The best thing. Now, this is through his lawyer, Mark Vincent Kaplan, who, you know, um, we've heard a lot through his lawyer because, of course, they share two sons. Preston and Jaden, now 15 and 14, respectively. And, um, you know, uh, he gets child support. I don't think he does. He get alimony.
0: You know, that's a good question that I can't answer off the top of the head. Child support. Definitely.
1: Yeah. So he said uh, the attorney said to People magazine in a statement, quote, the best thing would be for their mom to be healthy and happy. And if either of those things aren't true, it doesn't provide for the best setting for custody to be exercised. Um, so he, they're basically saying, look, um, if she doesn't want to be in a conservatorship and it's not doing her uh, doing right by her, then obviously we want uh, that to go away because we want things to be done right by her. But I feel like that's a little wink, wink, nod, nod to like, should the conservatorship go bye bye in the car car that um, she'll continue to have the checks flowing in his direction and. Um, That This doesn't have anything to do with custody, right? Like the conservatorship. I mean, it may mean that she can advocate for custody more directly. Yeah. But that would be a separate issue from the conservatorship should the conservatorship go away. So it doesn't surprise me that Kevin would be, you know, hedging his bets.
0: Yeah. Well, he has a very close relationship with Britney Spears by the nature that they have two children together And, uh, you know, you're absolutely right, Bradley, when you're saying that, well, there's a couple different issues here. There's one, which is the conservatorship, but then there's also the custody arrangement. They're not, you know, the conservatorship might have something to do with the arrangement of the custody as it stands right now, but further custody arrangements can be made outside of the context of conservatorship.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also, Kevin Federline's not the only one who's like, I love Britney. Everything that Britney wants, Britney should get. Britney is the bestest in the whole wide world. We've heard that coming out of all sorts of mouths, and uh, since Britney spoke up for herself and the world, uh, you know, stood up and and shouted in her defense, right? Right. Um, whether it's, uh, I mean, it's like literally everybody, but including, but not limited to, her sister and her current boyfriend. You'll remember Sam Asghari was like, um, like he's teach- or treating her like a queen. That's right. So it's just, it's funny to me because it, it, that's just what that smells like. And if I were Brittany, I'd be like, oh, sure, now you're all my friends. The minute the world shows up and says that I should be free, now you all want to be my best friend. Oh, yeah. Because you know that I'm when I'm back in charge, things are going to change around here.
0: Mm-hmm, which speaks to the fact that the gossip behind the scenes of the conservatorship at least if you're wanting to believe NT lawyer is that everybody that is talking out that is close to Britney Spears is now making public statements because they are afraid that the money arrangement is going to end.
1: Oh, you're saying that NT lawyer has talked about this in a blind item.
0: Yes, for years, but I'll just paraphrase here. You know, we had a blind item yesterday, Bradley, That pretty much said as much. We go back to the one that concerning Jamie Lynn Spears, her husband, Jamie. Yes, Jamie Lynn is married to a guy named Jamie. This is
1: so confusing because her dad is Jamie Spears. Her mom is Lynn Spears. The daughter is Jamie Lynn Spears. Her husband is Jamie, Jamie, no, Watson. I think the husband is Jamie Watson, but Jamie Lynn Spears goes by Spears. Okay, anyway.
0: Yeah, so the blind item from yesterday. that first it was the in-law, Jamie. And now it's Jamie Lynn Spears who are trying to rewrite history. Now, it wasn't even a year ago that Jamie Lynn was trying to grab as much free money as she could with a crooked scheme that was dropped the second a new team of lawyers came in with the forensic auditors. Meaning that Jamie Lynn Spears was trying to position herself within the conservatorship to acquire wealth, but that that went to the wayside once these new attorneys were coming in and looking at the receipts, well, especially
1: once it became public that she was trying to acquire that wealth should something untimely happen to her sister. Right. That she was like, well, nothing. I wouldn't get no money unless something happened to and Nothing's going to happen to Britney. Well, um, well, still, is not a good look for you. Like I'm in a profit when my sister um, dies unexpectedly. I don't want that. FYI. Because that will hang over you like a hot mess. And when that became public, it wasn't very shortly after that she came out and was like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I don't want no money.
0: hmm I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. But you just want the best for your sister. You're you she wants to go to Mars
1: and have I don't a care if she babies. wants to drop a bunch of
0: babies on Mars. It's fine. That's fine. Totally fine. Nothing to see here. But it's so obvious as we like so to say obvious. on the Colleen and Bradley show. That the people close to Britney Spears are positioning themselves publicly to look like they have Britney Spears' best interest at heart and that they have the entire time.
1: Also, what a world we live in that Kevin Federline seems like the most um, like level-headed individual in all of this because... Um, He did say also that um, they he might request an evaluation before the conservatorship ends because he's like now I know Brittany doesn't want an evaluation. She just wants the conservatorship to end. But like, hold on a minute. Maybe that's not such a good idea, especially when we're talking about all this money and and power and all that stuff, which at least he's being honest. I'm not saying that's the right approach, but at least you do have somebody who's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's maybe think this all the way through. Mm -hmm. And. And also is willing to deal with Brittany if she's not in a conservatorship. So, I don't know. I just feel like he might be actually having the best interests of his children at heart, or at least yeah. more than the other family members.
0: Well, and then the other blind item that came out yesterday, Bradley, concerning Kevin Fetterline, is like, oh boy, he's getting these child support payments, and the clock is ticking for those to run out. So he's oh. got to position himself in a way that makes him look good.
1: He wants he wants a big fat uh, Christmas gift every year. Yeah, from Brittany. Okay. Okay. I mean, we understand that. Okay. Yeah. When we come back, Crazy Stupid Idiots, right here on My Talk One Hundred Seven. Did me wrong, so you ended up on this segment of the Colleen and Bradley Show, Crazy Stupid Idiots. That's dumb people doing dumb things, and we brought them to you yet again here on our proof room. Let's get right to the idiots.
0: Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots.
1: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. I told you, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places.
0: Yeah, where are we going, Brad?
1: Like Virginia. Oh, fun. I would like to take you to Stafford, Virginia. And I want to tell you about a guy who did a thing. at a thing with a thing. Oh,
0: great. That's a lot Specifically, of Specifically,
1: we're going to the Popeyes uh, at 253 Garrisonville Road around Ooh. 540 p.m. on the 27th of June. Yum. Yeah. I know. I have not been to a Popeyes in, uh, in a minute. And I would like to go there, because I do believe they have the best biscuits, because their biscuits are Mm pre-buttered. Okay, and you know, when you're anchoring for a biscuit, you don't have time to butter it. Anyway, I want to tell you about uh, what had happened at this Popeyes. Apparently, staff explained that a customer got upset about something and did something. And it was the something that the... It wasn't just the something that the person did, um, but it was like why they got upset. That was also what earned the story. Crazy, stupid idiot Mm -hmm. uh, status. So a customer was angry about something and then did something. Do you first want to guess why they were angry? Yes. At the Popeyes.
0: Yes. We'll guess that first. I feel like it's kind of like our crazy, stupid idiot from yesterday at the McDonald's in Iowa. Where this person's order at the Popeye's was messed up. They got the wrong order.
1: That is a good guess, but nay. Oh, gosh, no. Nay. Nay. Uh. It's actually a pretty, I would imagine, common occurrence. I shouldn't say common, but it's not all that unheard of for somebody to go, "Uh, okay, uh, please pull ahead and uh, we'll bring your order out to you. So, you know, like when you, well, I I shouldn't say that, um, When you go through the drive-thru, right, and you pull up to the window, and instead of handing you your food, they go, I'm going to need you to pull over to, like, spot number four, and someone will bring the food out when it's ready.
0: okay. So they pulled over, and the food wasn't ready.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. They had to wait. They had to wait, which really frustrated and ticked off 38-year-old Yorta Mescalero Marrera. And uh, Mr. Marrera was not pleased that he was going to have to wait for his chicken sandwich. That is when he did one thing, not a thing that earned him crazy stupidity. It's sad because I feel like this reaction probably happens more uh, often than not. He hurled an expletive towards the worker. Oh, sure. So he yeah. said, Bleep you. Yeah. I yeah. want my chicken now.
0: <sighs> yeah. And then the worker's like, Yeah, you and everybody else, buddy, sit down.
1: But wait, there's more. So that wasn't the only thing he did. He didn't just yell, he also. Did something else. Do you want to guess what he did? Um, did he <laughs>
0: uh, throw something at them?
1: Yeah, well, actually a fist
0: maybe. Okay, oh, so, so he punched somebody in the face, Bradley. He punched a Popeye's employee in the face. Not
1: the face. In the... No. <laughs> the glass door. Ow! Yeah, so he hurled an expletive and struck a glass door even after employees tried to assuage His terror and rage. You know what they did? This was so kind of them. They were like, yeah, your chicken sandwich isn't ready yet. And by the way, you're probably only going to have to wait five minutes because, I mean, how long could it possibly take to cook a chicken sandwich? I don't know.
0: Well, now you're going to have to probably wait a really long time if you damaged our property because you're not going to get a chicken sandwich anymore because you're going to jail.
1: Exactly. But even before uh, he threw an expletive and his fists, they were like, look, we know it's going to take a long time. So here are some chicken tenders to tide you over. They they uh. tried to mollify him with uh tendies, and he was not having it. And that's when he decided to strike the glass door, created all this uh falderall and damage.
0: Well, this guy's a total crazy, stupid yes. idiot. You got free and
1: chicken tenders. Free chicken tenders and no chicken sandwich, which he could have totally gotten in addition to the free chicken tenders. Oh, man,
0: what an idiot.
1: Yeah, and so now this door needs to be fixed, and something tells me he's going to have to pay for it, and it's going to be a lot more than just sitting On his fanny in the car waiting for his chicken sandwich to get ready. Mm -hmm. God, I would love some. I didn't know they had chicken tenders.
0: I didn't know either. Their chicken sandwich, though. It was worth the hype.
1: Chicken Chicken sandwich. sandwich.
0: Can we go to Miami? Let's do it. Miami. Now, this is a kind of a notable crazy stupid idiot. Because this person is a music artist. And so this person is of note. Now, I'm afraid to say their artist's name. It's, ha- it's a variation on Winnie the Pooh. And then I don't even want to say the other word on the air because I just don't know. No, so that's I'm g- fine. You don't so have to. We're going to call him by his real name. His name is Ron Trevor. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> See? We're going to call him. Yeah, Lund. I would
1: stay away from that.
0: Lantrell Williams. His first name
1: is Pooh. I mean, you can say Pooh.
0: <laughs> yeah, Winnie the Pooh. That's fine. It's spelled like Winnie the Pooh, right?
1: It's it's also okay. So his last name is Feisty, but with a sh.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Pooh Feisty, but you, not Pooh Feisty.
0: But I'm just gonna call him Mr. Williams. Can I just do that? That's his real name. So this, we have to go back in time, Bradley. We got to go back to our, uh, October. If we must. Where Mr. Williams and two of his friends met up with a couple of guys in Miami. They were going to purchase some weed and some high-end sneakers, right?
1: Okay, weed and high-end sneakers.
0: As one does. But instead, Mr. Williams and one of his friends shot the other guys. One in the hip and one in the behind. So they shot these guys. Instead of it was a shoe deal gone wrong. Bradley, they took off. Mr. Williams and his friend took off. Uh, but uh, a Louis Vuitton bag filled with forty thousand dollars in cash fell out of the rented McLaren of Mr. Williams. So they left behind this bag of money. But authorities were trying to figure out what well, was Ms. It, it, Mr. Williams, who who was behind this shooting. Of the shoe deal and the weed deal gone wrong. Well, here's how investigators figured it out, Bradley. Here's what you don't want to do when you're a crazy, stupid idiot. And you just want to do it anyways. Okay. The way that they cracked the case is that Mr. Williams posted photos of himself on social media just a few days before the shoe deal gone wrong with a quote, a plethora of $100 bills. Now, cops were paying attention to this, Bradley, and they zoomed in on the serial number of one of the bills that Mr. Uh, Mr. Williams was making it rain with, and they matched it to the one in the bag left behind at the crime scene.
1: Oh. So they never would have
0: figured it out if it wasn't for Mr. Winnie the Pooh's social media bragging
1: oh by the way did you say this he's like a uh he's like a an accomplished uh, recording artist well that's
0: what i said yeah, yeah. Okay, he's stuff, a, yeah he's an accomplished i was accomplished... too busy
1: looking up Pooh feisty cuz <laughs> yes. i have not heard that name
0: yeah before. mr feisty yes he's a major recording artist so I'm, I'm leaving this this is like a celebrity crazy stupid idiot because he put the money on social media and then left the bag behind at the scene of the crime So people were just able. The cops were able to go on Instagram and be like, "Oh yeah, okay, that looks right. Oh, okay, this looks right. Well, we figured you out because you decided to go on Instagram."
1: Always, it's always the social media with the kids. Always, just don't remember that once you post it, people can see it.
0: That's kind of the way social media works now, isn't it? But it's so
1: ubiquitous that people just don't even think about like, "Oh, I'm posting stuff at all times."
0: Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, Mr. Williams charged with discharging a firearm during a violent crime conspiracy and robbery under a law regulating commerce. Now, he says he's innocent, so he will, you know, uh, go to trial for that.
1: I mean, this is why most days I don't commit crimes, because... My Google uh, tracker thing is on and like I can look back and see where I've been at all times because it like tracks my phone. Yeah. And so like if I were to commit a crime, like all they would have to do is look at my Google Maps thing. That's it. And they would see where I was at all times.
0: Yeah. So I can't
1: commit crimes.
0: You're always being watched.
1: It's true, it's true. It's what keeps me honest is what I'm saying.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, <laughs> Surveillance State, for keeping Bradley Trainer honest.
1: I mean, I guess I could just leave my phone with before I go commit a crime, but I am never leaving my phone, no, let's be clear. No,
0: the dread feel and naked. Pa- panic one has Where's when they leave phone? the phone. And- oh, do you have another one before we have to leave? I
1: do. Uh, I most certainly do. And I want to tell you about a guy who uh, committed a crime after committing another crime.
0: Oh, crime section. So,
1: yeah, a crime within a crime. And I want to tell you about a main man. Not the main man. My
0: main man? No,
1: a main man. Okay. Like a man from Maine. Mm-hmm. Maine. The state of Michael DeShane was originally arrested by York county sheriff's deputies uh, on. Uh, and this was on Sunday after an outstanding theft warrant uh, was discovered. According to deputies, um, he uh, was taken into custody. But that's that's not abnormal. I mean, no. he had a warrant. They arrested him. Well, it's what happened next that earned this story crazy, stupid idiot status. So a guy gets arrested and then what do you often have the chance to do once you're arrested before your trial?
0: You have an opportunity to make a phone call?
1: Yep. And post bail. Yes. Right? Right. So you can get out of jail before your trial if you post bail. It's a long, complicated words are hard. Complicated issue, but it's something you're allowed to do if you have the right money, but sometimes you don't. And so then you got to get, you know, uh, like con- a loan and all that. So it's like complicated, like you said. Right? Yeah. Well, it was in posting bail, wherein this story earned its crazy, stupid, idiot status, because Mr. Duchesne did actually post bail. Uh, Two hundred dollars, uh, I guess, was was all he needed to pony up, mm-hmm. and so he handed them. Two one hundred dollar bills.
0: Oh, okay.
1: There's only one problem.
0: Was it Kohl's cash?
1: It was not Kohl's cash, but <laughs> okay. it was pretty uh pretty close. Monopoly in that money. It was completely fake oh, and counterfeit. No, that's he even passed worse. Counterfeit money no. to post bail after already being arrested.
0: Oh no, that's even worse probably for than what he got arrested for. Yeah.
1: So now those two hundred dollar oh. bills that he provided being counterfeit, returned him to jail without bail, adding an additional forgery charge. Oh, woof.
0: Honey, no.
1: However, wait for it, plot twist. According to the Daily News in Maine, DeShane later posted bail using authentic U.S. currency. So I don't know why, after being denied bail, he was allowed to do it, but uh, this time, I guess the second time around, he made sure it was, you know, the real stuff did he just my question is did he happen to have counterfeit bills on him
0: well that's what i mean and where was he using that? there are a lot of questions bradley yeah. and we have zero answers exactly. for exactly i
1: feel like the uh secret service is going to be on that because don't they do something with counterfeit money aren't they like counterfeit money people the secret service perhaps i Maybe. think so <laughs> i think they have like a weird additional responsibility to track uh counterfeit I mean,
0: I watched the movie The Untouchables, Bradley, with Kevin Costner and Robert De Niro.
1: It's a true depiction of fact.
0: Well, it wasn't the Secret Service. I guess it was the Treasury. That was the FBI.
1: No? What was that?
0: We've learned nothing. (laughs) Okay.
1: We're really smart when it comes to TV, and that's about it. And Uh... movies. Holly, definitely with movies. When we come back from Crazy Stupid Idiots to hopefully uh, some points on the Throwback Live at 2.45, we'll be right back.